thank you for tuning in to another Truth Ranger podcast. I'm the Truth Ranger Richard, and I'll be right back with you. Don't go away. The clock is ticking. What time is it? It's later than you think. Okay, Truth Ranger Richard, back with you for another episode. This one is a question. What time is it? I'm the Truth Ranger. I'm the guy that tells you the truth even if you don't want to hear it. It's like going to a doctor for a diagnosis. And you want to hear a good one, but the one you hear isn't that pleasing. However, if you're ever going to get well, you have to face the diagnosis. Before you can get treatment, you have to realize what's going on. We're here to share the truth. What time is it? The answer is, it's later than you think. My little series of podcasts are not for everyone. And before this one's over, you may decide you'll never listen to another one. And that's perfectly fine. They're not meant for everyone. This podcast series is meant specifically for the last day's church. You may not consider yourself... The last days church you may not consider these the last days or the latter days that's up to you if you are living by the river denial that's fine that's your choice and I'm not here to convince you any differently so if you are living by the river denial you might want to just shut me down now so I won't get your blood pressure up but I'm here to share some truth, the truth that most people don't want to hear, don't want to face. Okay. I am 67 years old. I have been preaching this message for about 45 years. This is not new to me. This is something that myself and many others have seen coming for a long, long time. Okay. The times we are living in are coming to a climax. This is not going to last forever. Now, many of you have been indoctrinated into a religious belief that never pre prepared you for what is coming our way. And I'm not here to convince you that it's going to happen. Because it is happening. And if you are living in denial, and if you are trying to keep yourself separate from the reality, then so be it. This is not for you. This is for the people who are being awakened by the reality of what's going on. The Holy Spirit is preparing a last day's church and if you're part of it welcome aboard and if you're not part of it when 
the ark door is shut, no one will be able to open it. I have nothing against you, but I also have nothing for you. This is not for you, so just move along. You know, my email here, by the way, before I always forget, is truthradioatmail.com. Truthradioatmail.com. Okay. Truth isn't always a pleasant thing. But it has a happy ending. It really does. The journey through the valley of the shadow of death isn't made more pleasant during the journey. It's still a journey through a valley of death. Trying to talk it up and deny that you're going through the valley of death doesn't make the actual experience something pleasurable. You still have to endure it. I hope you understand where I'm going with this. Okay. I want to bring a few things out in the open here. Where do you start? This has been going on so long and people are just now beginning to see. I was born in the year 1954. June, as a matter of fact. In July of 1954, I was about a month old when a gentleman named Lyndon Baines Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson, who I believe at the time was a senator from Texas, eventually became the vice president under John F. Kennedy, who was mysteriously killed. And that still hasn't been solved to my, to my uh, satisfaction anyway. Mysteriously became president after the murder of John F. Kennedy. That's the gentleman we're talking about. <clears throat> okay. 1954, July 1954. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Came up with a plan to cripple cripple churches to cripple churches and he was very successful the 501c3 tax designation and if you've listened to me you've probably heard this before the 501c3 tax designation is 67 years ago was set up for what is taking place right now in front of you. Okay. To illustrate here what I'm talking about so you won't get lost and think I'm just a crazy old man. What is taking place right now is what Lyndon Baines Johnson and several others set up in 1954 and prior to 1954. The church has always been tax-exempt just because it's a church. Whether you agree with that, they should be or they shouldn't be, is not my point. This is not a political message, but we have to explain the politics to make it all come together. I'm not yahooing the Republicans or the Democrats. I've given up on both parties, quite honestly. I don't think there is a political solution 
for a spiritual situation? I don't really believe there is. In fact, I know there's not. Okay, so Lyndon Baines Johnson encouraged and pushed and actually authored legislation to place churches under control by encouraging them to apply for and fall under the 501c3 tax designation that they first of all did not need. You are tax exempt in the United States of America if you just call yourself a church. You do not have to file any kind of tax exempt status and the only one that does specifically pertain to the church is not the 501c3. The 501c3 is really meant for situations like community fundraisers or goodwill, for example, American Red Cross, things that seem to do good for communities and for people, charities. It is not meant for the church. It was never meant for the church. Okay, so Lyndon Johnson puts this into effect to include the religions, the churches, if you want to use that term, who would sign up and fall under this designation. You have to tell a long story for it to make sense. But what happened was the 501c3 designation has within it rules that have to be followed. Okay, we'll say that we're setting up some kind of community organization to build parks for children. I don't care what you want to say. Whatever it is, but it's not a religious organization. I just decide, hey, I want to build parks. So I'm, I'm setting up funds <clears throat> to finance these parks. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily. But because I would be 501c3, I can't take the money you would give me and use it for something else. I have to apply it to something that's not for profit. I cannot take that money you give me and campaign for governor, or I can't use it to organize a political movement. I can't use it, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't use it to back some candidate that I like because that's what, not what the money was for. The money was given for a specific purpose. Okay, now transfer that to the church, what we're calling the church. Religious organizations are subservient to secular government legally. Legally. Now recently, during this um, pandemic, the pandemic that closed down churches, the pandemic that limited churches, limited how many people could come, some churches closed down altogether. And I don't know how many <clears throat> brothers and sisters I communicated with during that time who were just blown away by this. Who does the government think they are? Okay, I'm going to answer that question. Who does the government think they are? telling 
the church what to do. They are its master. That's who they are. Under the 501c3, your religious organization has made itself subservient to secular government. Legally, the government has the perfect legal right to regulate your religious organization. You can disagree with that, whether it should be true or not, but it is true. Look it up yourself. Don't take my word for it. Churches can be totally dissolved under the 501c3. In fact, I know several pastors who actually lost their churches altogether because of the 501c3. I could mention names, but there's no point in it. One of them was recently deceased. Lost everything. Big church. Okay. Now, that's really not my issue, but that has to be explained to explain the rest of it. <clears throat> Almost all of your big name denominations, church organizations, ministries you see on television, even the small churches you drive through your town, you see the names, they're 501c3 in almost every case. I was in a 501c3 organization when my eyes were opened to this, and I got out of it immediately. And I'm not against 501c3 organizations. They're great organizations. They do great things. But the church cannot be 501c3, and it isn't. That's my point. Big names encourage people to go 501c3, and I'll mention one, Billy Graham. I still remember so well that he actually made a speech saying that if you were serious about building a church for God, you had to be 501c3. He was so deceived that he bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Not only him, turn on your television. Chances are every one of them are 501c3. <clears throat> That's why during their little spiel, they'll say something to the effect of, if you send this, uh, your offering to us, then you can get a tax write-off, blah, 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 because <coughs> they're 501c3. Excuse the coughing here, got the throat thing going on today. So, 501c3 is a wonderful thing. Nothing wrong with it. But the church cannot be 501c3. Why not? Because when you are 501c3, you are subservient. You are under the mastership of secular government. How did the federal government or the local governments, the state governments, how were they able to tell churches they could not have services in this last go-round of the pandemic. How were they able to do that? They did it totally legally. I've got friends in Canada now that are telling me almost on a daily basis how their churches have either been shut down altogether or they're so controlled. One pastor, they came to raid his church to stop him from having services and he ran them off successfully. But on his way home, 
on the streets, they stopped him. They drug him out of his car and brutalized him. They tortured him. They did. It's on the internet even. He even came to America and told all about it. There's videos there. Don't take my word for any of this. They threatened him. They put him in jail. And now he's facing all kind of charges and all kind of costs. Now, that's in Canada. But don't think it's not coming here. If you're that naive that you can see what just happened, everything we're seeing is a precursor for what's coming. This is like the little waves before the tidal wave. If you really cannot see the satanic influence, the antichrist influence that is taking over everyday government, everyday affair, then you are just blind. You're blind and you're deaf. And you're blind and you're deaf by choice. Because there's no way you could have any kind of exposure to news in any way, shape, or form and not see what's going on. Churches have been shut down. They have been minimized. They have been regulated. Some of them have been put out altogether. How can that happen? Well, here's how it can happen and how it is happening. Because when religion signed on to the 501c3 IRS designation, they gave the government power to control them. They did. It's not something I'm making up. Check it out yourself. The government which is Antichrist, by the way. If you don't know that, here's a big shocker for you. Our government is under Antichrist spirit control. Has been probably since its conception. Look around you. Okay. So, religion. I'm not saying the church now. I changed my terminology. Religion, organized religion, placed itself in a position subservient to secular government. So your governor, even your mayor, your president, whoever he or she might be, has the power and the authority and the right to shut it down. Whoa. So all these little arguments we've heard since the pandemic and all these people who are whining and crying about their services being shut down are only subservient to government by agreement. Religion has placed itself under the Antichrist government. Think about think about the deception that took place. Now Lyndon Baines Johnson <clears throat> was one of the main people that pushed all this through. And if you remember, Lyndon Baines Johnson was also familiar, I mean, famous for making a speech where he said he was, and I don't want to use the terminology, it's, it includes the N-word, but he was going to make black people, we'll say, vote for Democrats for the next 200 years. He's the one that started this welfare state, placed so many minorities under the welfare state that they became used to it 
when we look around and we see cities in decay, when we see the black family in decay because of what he did and, and others in his party, in his group, it was on purpose. It wasn't an accident. The war against poverty did anything but fight poverty. It encouraged poverty, the worst kind of poverty. That's why there are so many single families now because people can exist financially better if they're not a family unit. I don't want to get into the politics of it because I don't care about the politics of it. My whole point is how this affects the people of God, the last day's church. And I'm only saying this to tell us how we got here. I'm not criticizing any of it because it was supposed to happen and it did happen. Now, if you are part of the church, the body of Christ, you don't belong to one of these organizations. You don't. You are not under the leadership of an antichrist organization that's 501c3. And if you are, and if you are actually the body of Christ, then the Spirit of God is calling you out of that. Your eyes are being opened. You may not like the opening. You might be seeing things and hearing things, even for me, that aren't comfortable. But I'm here to tell you, the days of comfortable Christianity are over. Jesus Christ only founded one body, his. Jesus Christ founded no religion whatsoever. No, he didn't. Whatever name is on the front of your little institution you call church is the wrong name. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Jesus didn't found the Baptist, the Christian, the Lutheran, you name it. You put the name in there. Jesus didn't find the Protestants. He didn't found Catholicism. He never. He never founded any religion whatsoever. And all of these organizations have fallen or elected to be under the 501c3. They are subservient to a government that is subservient to Satan himself. Can you see? Or are you going to try trying to avoid seeing? This Sunday, this Saturday, wherever you go, look at the name on that organization. Ask your guru, your pastor, whoever is supposed to be the head of your so-called church, ask them if they are 501c3. They are. They will give you a, a tax exemption. Uh, you give them some money, and you get this little slip of paper every year that you can claim on your taxes. That keeps that organization subservient to secular government. This is the first in a series of these kind of messages. And I'm going to make enough of you mad that you won't come back for another one. But that's okay. That means it's just not meant for you. This podcast series is for a called out remnant. This is for the last day's church. Now, I'm going to tell you something I've known for over 40 years. Over 40 years I have known this. 
what you are looking at as normal church is going to cease to exist. The pandemic, the little COVID thing, was just a test drive. We do this. If you look back through history, we see test drives. We see the government doing things just to see if they can do it. Just to see if they can get by with it. We're like a little experiment. Well, let's try this and see how they react. Okay. A little test drive. American believers have this pride and arrogance about them that they look at publications like Voice of the Martyrs and they feel bad for those people, but they don't think it can ever happen here. But I'm telling you, it is happening here. It is coming. It is here. It is at our doorstep. Someday, the only place you will be able to have corporate worship will be a so-called church, an organization that is totally subservient to government. Government will not allow you to have a real church. They won't. Someday, it will be so controlled, it will be like China or worse. Underground churches, people meeting in homes. But when you turn on your television, that little guy that you go to and you just can't wait to hear what he has to say, he will be given scripts. His sermons will come on email or in the mail from the government. The government will approve them. This is already happening. I, I'm, I'm serious. I can prove this. This is already happening as a trial, as that little test drive. It's already happening. Government approval of the messages. So it's later than you think. What time is it? It's later than you think. This is happening. Now this is just the first little episode of what I'm going to bring out here. It's not pleasant. There is a happy ending, I'll have you know. But going through the valley of the shadow of death here, it isn't, still isn't a nice journey, even if we know it ends well. We still have to endure the hardships. Okay. I hope I didn't bring you all down too much here, but the truth is the truth, and that's what I'm here for. Now, my point <clears throat> is to prepare, not to scare. But comfortable Christianity has come to a close. And you'll see it. This pandemic was just the first episode. Dr. Fossey is now working on another one. Oh yeah, I read about it all the time. He's working on something now that he says is going to come out that makes the COVID pandemic look like nothing. It's coming, people. Now, you can say it's not, you can be in denial, but it's here. Canada is already feeling the repercussions of a satanic attack. America is too. And the worst situation is that believers have become so indoctrinated into organized religion that they can't see their own true identity. They really can't. So what are you going to do when your church is shut down completely? What are you going to do? Where are you going to turn? When you can't go get that little dose every week, where are you going to get it? 
Do you see what I'm saying? It's not a scare tactic. It's a prepare tactic. Because it's coming. It's here. And you need to get ready. I hope you stick with me on these little podcasts. Because we've got so many things we've got to share. We've got to show the reason for this. The light at the end of the tunnel is God is allowing this for his purpose. The tens of thousands of separated denominations are not the church. They are not the body of Christ. The body of Christ is not divided. For God to purify his bride, all this has to take place. It cannot take place because we will not come together as the actual body of Christ until we have no choice left. Survival, tribulation, trouble. We don't come closer together when we have a choice to be independent from one another. This is what's happening. We're going to get into this deeper and deeper. I want to cut a little shorter here because I don't want to bore people to death. Please stay tuned. Please come back. Please listen. I'm going to have guests uh, eventually. It's just that right now I'm in a position where nobody in their right mind wants to be associated with me. Seriously, because they've got too much to lose. You know, if you've got a church and you're paying for a church and you're paying salaries and you're living off that institution, you don't dare say the things I'm saying. I'm an old man in a little office here. I don't depend on anyone else except God. So I have nothing to lose. They can shut me down and they probably will. I'm being censored all the time. But that all being said, this is the Truth Ranger. Thank you very much for tuning in. Please remember us in your prayers. And we will be back with another one. We're going to go deeper and deeper in this. And I'm going to prove it to you. I'm not asking you to take my word. Don't take my word. Look it up yourself. Look up the 501c3. Read what it says. Know about it. It's later than you think. What time is it? It's later than you think. Truth rate. Oh, Oh, here we go. Oh, I've got some interesting news just come across the computer, but I'm just about out of time, so I'm going to save that for the next podcast. This is the Truth Ranger Richard. I'm out of here. Goodbye, and God bless. The clock is ticking. What time is it? It's later than you think. Richard saying goodbye once again, and thank you for tuning in. Wanted to give you my email address here is truthradioatmail.com. Truthradioatmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. God bless.